get the mic. Honey, I got something to say. Ooh, I like that. Can you turn that up for me? No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. What's up, what's up? It's your girl, Maj. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Maj, a podcast where we are spilling all the real tea. So, Maj moment of this week is one word, patience. I don't know if you all saw, but uh, Kylie just released a video of her and her baby Stormy, and it was of the Fruit Snack Challenge. So, I don't know if you know, but the Fruit Snack Challenge is where parents... Um, put a bowl of fruit snacks in front of their kids, um, in front of their toddlers, um, and they tell them, I'll be right back, you can have them when I get back, but wait on me. Um, and the challenge is to see if the kid will actually eat the fruit snacks while the parent is gone. So Kylie decided to participate in the challenge where she gave Stormy some chips or something, um, and she asked her to wait um, until she came back to eat whatever it was that she gave her. And while Kylie was gone, Stormy started chanting patience, 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 patience. Um, and I think just, first of all, as a one-year-old, I believe that's how old she is, it was just amazing to see her um, chant those affirmations. And not just knowing the word patience, but understanding where to insert that in a situation. Um, and I think even as adults, like, how hard is that, right? Like, how hard is is it to, you know, remember something, you know, that we try to embody, you know, or that we try to, you know, put in our minds, keep in our minds and, and you know, display that on an everyday basis? You know, how hard is that, you know, to really come back to that um, and remind ourselves what it is that we're working on? I think even as adults, you know, it's it's hard, it's a challenge. And to see this this baby, you know, who's one year old, one years old, one, no, it's year, it's year, I had it right the first time, one year old, um, you know, chanting patience, like, just wow. So it really spoke to me. And I mean, you know, there are so many different I guess, reviews or, you know, perspectives when it comes to Kylie, but that was such a strong moment, right? That was such a memorable moment. Like, that's just something you just don't forget. And I think that's something that we can we can carry, right? Like, it's patience, especially in the situation that we're in, you know, in the circumstances that we find ourselves in. Like, we're in a pandemic, right? Like, we're quarantined, we're at home, we can't go anywhere. Um, and then there's this, like, indefinite ending, right? So we don't know what's happening, we don't know you know when this is gonna end and it's it's easy to complain and it's easy to say you know the negative things and speak about the negative things but to truly go back to patience right like and 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 coach coach ourselves on that and mentor ourselves on that and encourage ourselves on that just patience 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 like I may not know what's a get, what's getting ready to happen I may not know where my situation is going and I may not see the light at the end of the tunnel but patience right so I think just just going back to that and and reaffirming ourselves right and and speaking that affirmation out loud patience so let me say stormy thank you okay so like when you listen to this podcast when you're of age and you can understand thank you and obviously kylie i don't know you but thank you for raising her that way um so that she understands those positive affirmations um and that she's coaching coaching herself and encouraging herself um during the during times where you need patience the most. So shout out to Kylie. Moving on. So question of the day, right? So Lena Wave dropped this 
new series called 20s on BET, and it's about screenwriter Hattie. It's actually, actually um, kind of semi-autobiographical on her end. Um, and it's about the screenwriter named Hattie and her best friends Marie and Nia, and they are pursuing their dreams in Los Angeles. Um, and so a part of that, uh, part of the promotion for the series, she asked some of the main characters, you know, what is it like being in your 20s? You know, what what lessons did you learn? You know, what what's the best part? You know, how did you overcome, you know, certain things being in your 20s? Um, and so I was just really intrigued by that. I've, I've been very um, inspired by Lena Waithe and her work, especially after Queen and Slim and just following her journey. First of all, she's a black woman in Hollywood um, sending these, you know, these positive messages. Um, and she's very uplifting, very, very empowering. Um, and then she's lesbian, right? So and she's making her way, you know, through Los Angeles, through the entertainment industry, you know, really putting a stamp on those things and making a difference. So I've talked a lot about, you know, breaking down barriers as black people. And that is her goal um, to break down barriers and standards that Hollywood has put on the stigma of what black people look like, not what we truly are. So shout out to Lena Waithe. Um, and I got this idea from her. Um, in terms of um, being in your 20s, living in your 20s, and, and what's that, what that's like um, navigating through this space. So question of the day I posed um, based on the show 20s on BET. What is the best thing about being in your 20s? So one user said, the thing I love about being in my 20s is being able to just evolve. We're able to make mistakes and then learn from them, fail and then try again put so much on ourselves only to realize we're just in our 20s. It's beauty in being able to grow in your 20s. And I absolutely love that. So before I actually give an answer, we'll get into that a little bit later. I have some very, very, very special guests with me here today. So I know I talked a little bit about a special edition of an episode last week for my birthday, and we are finally here. So on this episode of In My 20s, um, I have some special guests. I have the former HBCU queen. Um, so shout out to all the HBCUs, HBCU Pride, and of course, especially Aggie Pride. Shout out to my to A&T. And yes, Barack Obama shouted us out, so we're official. And they all over here looking crazy, but, you know, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but yes, hey, ladies! Hey! So yes. <laughs> What's they, up, girl? Y'all, when I tell y'all they've been ready to talk, they've been sitting here ready. <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Being quiet, <laughs> patient. Okay? Waiting on the fruit snacks. So yes, we're gonna do some brief introductions real quick and we'll talk about where they came from, what schools they came from, and they'll shout out their personal HBCUs. So Joy, you wanna start, start I on this do. Ad? What is up, y'all? Ask my podcast. This Woo-hoo. is your girl Joy. I was Miss Savannah State University 2015-2016. Shout out to the Orange and Blue, the university by the sea where you can get anywhere from here. Ooh, I love that. Okay. I love it. Okay. I know okay. I love it. It was real, it was real cute. Ooh. I love it. See how they do? Who next? Hello everyone. I'm Tyra Bonet Laster. Formerly Miss Tennessee State University for the 2015-2016 academic school year. Wow. Um, Big Blue, there's, you know, we just, we're it and we're everything and excellence. So there's all that is to say about that. Y'all TSU, y'all better squat. Okay. Squat. Anyway. Who next? Hey, y'all. It's
it's Stephanie. I was Miss Kentucky State University 2015-2016, the House on the Hill Thoroughbred Pride. Come on. All right. <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Lauren Simone Papillon. I was the Miss Virginia State University for the 2015-2016 Hell State. We rock orange and blue. All right. Come, Come on. on. Who, who the last one? You know, they always say the best for the oh, last. You know, you're not doing no more. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> That's what the haters gonna say. <laughs> Listen, hey, hey y'all. My name is Khadija Harvin and I served as Miss Virginia Union University 2015-2016. V U. <clears throat> she was waiting for the call. It's okay, no. but they they did it with <laughs> me, did. so it yes. doesn't matter. So, yeah. okay, I love my B U U. For the people listening. in the back, you know, make sure y'all <laughs> call back. You know, call back Here to the B U. B U. You know, it's I'm always the haters. Scared. It is. They everywhere. <laughs> okay, so yes, y'all hear this a lot of HBCU sure. pride, and as your host. Maj, Maj Gary, I was Miss North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University, 2015-2016. Shout out to all of my Aggies. So yes, I got the former HBCU Queens here, and we're going to talk a little bit about what it's like being in our 20s. So if you are in your 20s, you'll you'll be able to relate, the, relate to this a little bit, um, and hopefully you'll be snapping your fingers saying, mm-hmm, yes, girl, yes, sis, I know exactly what she's talking about. So we're going to hop right into it. So, ladies, in one word, and, and feel free, anybody can start on this. In one word, how would you describe your 20s and why? Don't all speak at once now. You see, it's always that one. It's always, it's always that one. Make sure you say who you are so that they know who you are when you're talking, just in case, you know, somebody they might not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cannot. Wow. This, this is word. Stephanie. I would say the one word that would describe my 20s right now was interesting. Mm, okay, like why? It's, it's very interesting because um, my grandmother used to have this saying, like, life is not turn by turn. So it's not like a GPS that's going to tell you, oh, 500 feet, turn here, turn. Mm-hmm. You never know what's coming your way. So mm-hmm. it's just interesting to see the different hurdles and barriers that are placed in your life and how you overcome and the lessons that you learn within those things. It's interesting because it kind of sparks something in you. You never kind of realize the power that you had to overcome certain things. Mm-hmm. You never knew the dignity you have to like stand back from things and you learn and you grow. So it's just interesting to see how you blossom during this time in your life. Mm. I like that. That was was on point. Let me me piggyback off of that. I think my word for being, you you gave me my my idea. My word for being in your 20s is exhilarating. Mm. Um, Is it all exhilarating or exhilarating? Okay, I had to write the first Mm -hmm. (laughs) time. I'm sitting next to the oxyas, so don't judge me. I'm educated. Uh, Two degrees. Okay, don't judge me. All that's what you got in us. Okay, I would say exhilarating because kind of based off of what Stephanie said, it's like when you're at the top of the roller coaster, right? And it's like you see it when you're standing on the ground before you actually get on it. But when you really get on that roller coaster, you don't know the impact of that mm-hmm. heel that you about to hit, right? Yeah. You don't know the impact of like that that drop in your stomach when you actually go down and it's like, wow, I saw it from back there, but now that I'm on it, it's a completely different mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. And I literally think that's what 20s is and it, and it relates to like when you make a plan for yourself, that relates to when you're actually looking at the roller coaster from standing on the outside, that's when you make the plan. But when you actually get up there and you don't see the impact of the hill, that's when, you're, when your plan is just like, mm-hmm. not that it's messed up, but it, it's, it don't go, mm-hmm. you know, 
tit by tit. You know, it doesn't go exactly how you Because you really don't it. know what's at the top of that hill. Exactly. Until you get there. Exactly. You know, we live our lives looking at things like, okay, when I get in my 20s, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. Girl. And then when you get in your 20s, Chill. so many other things happen. You yeah. like, well, when I was 18, nobody told me when you I got 21. Right. Like, I didn't know, know what I'm saying. Look, she, yeah. she, she answering further questions. Mm-hmm. All right, right. Who next? Who, one I word say, to 20s. The word I will use is freedom. Who are you? Ooh, ooh. Ooh, yes. Ooh, ooh. Let, me, let, let me reintroduce myself. Reintroduce. This is who? This is who? Hey, y'all. It's Khadija. Miss you. So the word I picked was freedom. And the reason I say that is because, you know, talking to your parents or your aunts, your uncles, whoever it is, and they see you doing all these amazing things and you traveling and like, you know, you hanging out with friends and you're getting a chance to like explore and see things and they're, they always say, man, I wish I was doing that mm-hmm. at your age. Man, mm-hmm. I wish I had, I wish I was th- I thought of that when I was your your age when I was your, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, okay. They, can, they got the little voice going on, okay? But the, the fact is that we have the flexibility to really get out there and explore, to really get out there and just see what else is there for us to do or accomplish and, you know, finding different things that we like or don't like and just kind of really just, you know, testing different waters. And I think I'm so privileged because as soon as I graduated, I hopped on a flight. And okay. from there, I experienced half of the world. And I mean, there's so much more out there than where we are and just what we know. So I would say freedom because you have that flexibility to really just do Whatever your heart really desires. So I would say freedom. Love it. All right. Okay. So w- would you say that you have a, s- a favorite age in your 20s? Like, obviously, we're not. We, you know, only experienced a few years. But so far, would you say that there's a favorite age? I'm going to say 21. I, 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 say t- I don't know what I mean. Why? I, why? I feel like that's just like the... I feel like 21 was where you really just like, mm. I'm 20. Like, you felt grown. Yeah. But mm. people been doing this, though. Yeah. Like, and I could order wine on my own. <laughs> oh, ooh, ooh, see, <laughs> listen. I 21. Honestly. Oh, I feel like I remember 21. But see, I feel like, uh, and this is Khadijah, but I feel like 21, I get that, but some people have already been living the 21 lifestyle, yeah, like, like 17. I, I mean, yeah, training. but some people, yeah. some people been 21 at the age of 17. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, That's and I'm just true. saying that off of, you know, different life and circumstances. Some people had to grow Absolutely. up early. Yeah. Some people, like, I know for me, I will say, I had the pleasure of experiencing things with my mom, so I wouldn't have to go mm. behind her back and, like, you know, mm. if I wanted to go drink or something, I already done that. So right. it's not like... You know, when I turn turn 21, I'm just out here belligerent and, you know, just FYI, I am a child of God, okay? <laughs> I am a child of God, all right? But, you know, some people just had to grow up earlier, you know, or some people experience, you know, the drinking life or the smoking life or whatever it is. So I don't know what if there is a certain age, but I think the highlights are like, you know, the 24 Kobe here, you know, like, you know, like the... You know, that's... <laughs> that was your age. Okay, my bad. But I'm saying, you know how the highlights, you know, you got 21, you got Kobe year, you got 25, you got, like, all, you know, sexy 26. Yeah. You got all types of love. 26 is boring. Mine was 22. Oh, Ooh, actually, I lived my life. I was in I Dubai, was, yeah, so I don't know about... Oh, well, we in quarantine, and I'm finna turn 26. <laughs> oh, okay, well, listen. You said yours is what? Yeah, um, this is Steph. Mine's is 22. Because 22. Um, as I was turning 22, I was graduating that May from college. Mm-hmm. So I was already... In my mind, I'm like, I'm, I'm about to have this big accomplishment. Ooh. Nobody can say anything to me. Come on. Because in my family, um, I'm a first-generation college student. So in my yes, family, same. you know, yes. graduating from college was a big... Like, if you did that, it's yeah. really nothing nobody can say to you. Barely. I made it... 
I made it out of Detroit from the east side. No babies, no wild out addictions, you know, and and no shade to anybody who's a teenage mom because, you know, that is something that is very, I don't want to say popular. Yeah. um, But it's, and we can edit this. I'm sorry. No, But that's something that's very common in our community is is, um, teenage Mm -hmm. moms. So no shade at all because they rocking and doing it as well. Right. But in my family, I was the first to not have to experience that. And I went off to college and I did all these extracurricular activities. So when I graduated and I was 22, you know, I I went out to the country. I was, I was doing a lot. I'm not going to put my business on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, after college, I kind of have, I literally have free range because I was the type of child in college. My my parents still had a lot of input in my life because they was paying for school. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And for me, I was a responsible... I, I tried to be as responsible as possible because I knew the sacrifices that was behind me to even get to college. Oh, so, mm-hmm. 22 for me was like, I got this freedom. Nobody holding nothing over my head. It ain't nobody on my back. I did what y'all asked me to do. Now I can live my life. Right. Mm-hmm. So, 22 was that, that year for me. I love mm-hmm. it. I'm here for still, it. Anybody else? You know, I would say 24. Who are you, Jail? Oh, Child, I Ooh. forgot. Yeah. I'm Joy. Y'all know me. Ooh. 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 <laughs> as they should. The SSU. I would say 24. Ooh. <laughs> was my year um, because that was probably the most <sighs> what's the word I'm looking for? She intellectual, y'all. Oh, chill. You know. you know what? I'm just going to say dictionary. that was the year that I learned the most. Um, I went through a lot during that year and it taught me about myself. It taught me about the life that I want to live mm-hmm. or I should say the, not necessarily the things, but the experiences I want to have or don't want to have. Um, 24 was, it was, it was an experience. It was very interesting. Um, I moved to DC. I moved to DC when I was 23. So I was in the beginning stages of trying to figure out my post graduate life and mm. job. So it was very interesting trying to figure it all out. Um, of course we all have these quote midlife crisis and I had one, but it was still like, okay, I did this at 24. I turned 25 and I'm like, okay, you know what? I think I got this. Now I'm 26. I'm like, yep, this it. Right. right. Girl, you just turned 26. Oh, shit. Oh, it be your own people. It's always them. This little 25-year-old. It be your own people. Anybody else? Favorite age? All right, so let's settle this. Would you say that being in your 20s is like prime? No. No. Okay, I no's and yes. Who said no? Let's say no. Hey, Tyra, I only say yes because we fall down so much in our 20s and nobody, you know, shames us or kind of strikes us like you need to get it together. Instead, they laugh and say, girl, you're just in your 20s or girl, just Mm -hmm. wait. Now, I do hear the beautiful blessings that 30 gives, but I really do believe that when it comes to being in your 20s, it's just unapologetic fun. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you make mistakes and we'll hear it time and time again. But being in your 20s is just like that grace period. Now, that's not the sleep period of like, you know, I'm just going to, you know, not get on myself and be who I need to be. You know, don't mistake that. And that just comes down to friends and discipline. But when it comes to like that growth period, I think 20s is a blessing for that. And I don't know anyone who like disagrees that you mess up, you get back up again. Right. Yeah. I agree with what Tyra said. It's joy again. Um, But I feel like the 
my 30s once I get mm. to my 30s. Yeah, when we talk, when we talk about prime. Yeah, yeah like prime. my experience. Like, I've mm. dealt with what I've dealt with. I know what I want. Good point, I've good point. got okay. possibly the job, the career, etc. Now I, I can okay. live the life I want to live. Yeah. That's how I see it. So. And I, I agree. With, I, this Stephanie, I agree with Joy, um, but I also agree with Tyra mm-hmm. with the point that she made about being in our 20s because a lot of people say th- it is what this time span is for, you know, is to learn and evolve and develop and make those mistakes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when I make mistakes and I confide in, like, older people in my family about them, they're like, girl, you're still young. Yeah. Right. You got time. Brushing and it's, it it's good to have that that grace, you know. But when I think about prime, I think about can't nobody, you really can't tell me nothing because I'm in all, how, which bag? Okay. You, you, when I turned turned 30, and and my mom told me this the other day, she said when she turned 30, it was a lot of things. She just had a, um, she don't want to in her spirit. Yeah. I don't have to even explain to you. I don't want to. That was really good. You know, I don't want to. And I don't have to. And I don't owe you anything. Period. Period. I completely agree. Anybody I talk to who are in their 30s, they always say, the things and the worries that you have right now, you're going to laugh at when you yeah. get into the 30s because you are just going to get that I don't give a blank feeling. And it's just going to be kind of reinvading of like who you are. It's going to be liberating. Yes. So I actually changed my answer. When it comes to the prime, I do believe those 30s are just more than lit because you're so grounded in who you are and what you want to be. Mm-hmm. And you're already solid with the friends you have, the family you have, yeah. the foundation. Absolutely. And yeah, you're still growing as all humans and flesh do. But those 30s just hit different. And I honestly, this is Stephanie, I honestly believe that if you fall and get back up and live and make mistakes in them 20s, it's going to make the 30s even more worth it. Yeah. You know, so I, I hate when people try to, you know, be like, well, I'm on my junk now and I got this and I got that in my, and I'm 20 something and right. I got this. And that's, and that's fine, baby. More power to you, but when you 30 and you still messing with who shot John oh. from down the street because you ain't Ooh, never experienced Who shot it. John? Okay. You, know, you know, now you're going to be looking at the 30 year olds like, I wish I was as, you know, nonchalant as y'all but it's like we've been there done that and right. meanwhile you was too busy trying to flaunt all these accomplishments right but you wasn't really there living you know was it really fulfilling at that time mm. Mm. so so we talked a lot about like i wish right i wish this i wish that and what the impact of like living in your 20s will have on being in your 30s so what would you say is one goal that you set out to accomplish in your 20s but now that you're here you're like hell no like that was unrealistic I don't know what I what I was thinking. Hold on, no Lauren, way. Lauren, you've been a little quiet, Lauren. This one for you. Ah, thank you. What's the question? What, what's, what is one goal? What is one goal you wanted to accomplish in your twenties, but looking back, it was either unrealistic or you just realized you just need more time. Um, marriage at twenty six. That's why I'm that's like, where my man? Where my baby? So I feel like being married at twenty six. At 26, I feel like that's just too young. I feel like I'm just now starting to get to know who I am mm-hmm. and understanding how to apply my worth. Like, from growing up, and then I say, oh, I know my worth, I know my worth, but really, I know that what I bring to the table, I built the table, I made the chairs. Ooh, I know exactly girl, that's that's what what I, okay. <laughs> I know exactly who I am, so I know what I'm not going to stand for. And the fact that I had placed that boundary and that limit on what God can do in my life at mm-hmm. 26 is just, mm-hmm. it's selfish, and it's honestly, it's not really being intentional about the journey I'm in and the moment I'm in. So no, that was good. 26. Yeah, definitely, right on the nose. Anybody else? 
But she summed it up, child. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Marriage and kids. I, yeah. you, I know you're going to get into this, but you have to ask yourself, like, where does it stem from? Like, I I don't think we think this big age of 26 mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have married housewife and kids, whatever. But now we're just like, all right, like, that's a joke. Yeah. I have brunch to <laughs> get to. Joke. Come on. Okay. What? Listen, let me buy this bottle of wine real quick. Come on. Or goals. What would you say is a, is a, speaking of, like, you know, a goal that you set out to accomplish, but now it's like, girl, bye. What, do you have an unpopular opinion about being in your 20s or, like, something that you feel you don't agree with that everybody else does? Like, mm-hmm. I would say, like, I feel like a lot of people in, in our 20s are always, like, work, 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 work now, mm-hmm. play made it, work now, play oh, yeah. And, like, I agree, but it's like, calm down. Like, calm yeah. down. Like, it's a facade. It is. Like, it's yeah. that, too. I feel like it's, like, Yes, yeah, work now, but like I am in my twenties and I'm going to enjoy being in right. my I'm gonna do both. I'ma do so. both. Period. <laughs> I think there's something to this is tired to be said about doing both. Is this facade on uh social media and I yeah. hate to be the one to say, Oh, it's social media It is but it's not true. No, because we are users and you dictate Oof. about how you want to put mm. on posts like do you want to post or not? It's that simple. Yeah. But when it comes to like the whole facade of like what you put on your highlighted reel who can, like, where is this rush coming from? Mm. Why do I care about what Maja is doing at the dialogue of her day? Like, I don't, I shouldn't care that much, but it's this unneeded pressure that we have. Mm-hmm. And I think it stems from in your 20s, because, like, dang, I had this timeline mm. in my head, and, and Sally Mae is having it at, you know, 26. So why is this, you know, it's just like this weird timeline that we've sat, staggered in our head for unnecessary reasons. Right. First of all, Sally Mae gives me bad memories. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Sally Mae. We Sally Mae. We Jane, though, not Sally May, because I have PTSD, like you see. I'm so weak. And I don't know if y'all saw the video, but when we talk about the biggest thing you're trying to overcome, and Lauren said, you know, student debt. Yeah. Child, that was me. the realest she, thing. The realest thing. Because it won't keep following me. Delete the rest of the video and just put student debt. Okay. Who oh, chill? So mm. let's let's get a little juicy. Mm. I like juicy. Ooh, what's I the like tea? What's Is the, it what? hot? <laughs> she know we love her. She know we love her. She know we love her. What's dating? What's dating? What's dating? Okay, okay, let me ask this. So the question is, the question I got written down on my laptop is, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is what is what is dating like in your 20s? What are the men like? And what, what are the good and bad parts? But first, before we get into the meat of the question, what is dating? Can we define dating? That, oh! Because a lot of people, I feel like, have a misconception yes. about dating. Yeah. Can somebody yeah. give us a I brief, brief yeah. description, description of what, what is dating? What does that mean? Tyron, want to go. They hmm. fight no blue. <laughs> I'm so always get really, really good. She's she gonna get it. It's joy. That's what apparently I give good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But for me, dating is you taking the time to court me, get to know me. Court. Mm-hmm. Dating is not state. But they don't know what that is though. See what I'm saying? Southern Bell. These men. Oh, let me come over or oh, let's kick it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's kick it. How are we going to the skating rink? Are you taking me to a dinner? Are we going to learn something? Are we going to make candles? Mm-hmm. Like, how am I? You coming over and kicking it on a couch? We watching a movie? Yeah, that's cool. But how am I getting to know you? Dating is getting to know me. Yeah. Know what I like. Mm-hmm. I get to know you. Know Agreed. what you like, and see if we are compatible. Ooh. If this can even work. Come on. So before we even get to my couch. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Period. You get off my couch. Hello. Why are you in my house? Okay, okay, so okay, so great definition, right? What? So, let me let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Simple yes or no. Is dating when you are hanging out or when you are in a relationship? Hanging out. Hanging out. It's hanging, hanging out. out. And I think we need to start being more honest about this, ladies. Mm-hmm. Like, we are 
desire should be freely to date more than one person. Yeah. That is what dating is. Yeah. So you cannot hold him accountable for dating other people. So I think when you want to be exclusive, that's another door. Mm-hmm. Like, that's another level, right? Dating thing. Like I think we really need to be honest. Again, with my just perfect question, mm-hmm. what is dating? Because yeah. dating to me is not two people chilling consistently. Dating is I'm chilling with you today. And I'm going to be chilling with somebody else tomorrow. Chilling. And, 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 and let me, I'm Southern when I say chilling. So when we were going on dates, as Joy says, yes, this is not the Netflix and chill part. You know, we're oh, right. at that stage. But you're taking me to the ice skating rink because that's a date that you yes. set up and that you know the time. Right. Intentionality. Yeah, intention. Ooh, that's yeah. good. But intention. it's not this, I'm just going to date and talk to you because there should be or other people them. involved because you're still, as a single woman, getting to know what's out there. That's right. Me. And if we go to the ice skating rink, you better wear your mask. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm not here for and have your gloves. Okay. I'm definitely. Oh, go ahead. Okay. This is Steph. I definitely agree with Tyra because I think, especially, and I want to speak to us as women. You mm-hmm. know, speak I think us. that sometimes we see this image or we see this person or we get this feeling off of instinct or, oh, this vibe or I think yes. this could be and we Ooh. run with it. You know, so we're sitting here putting all of our like and all of our potentials and all of our attention into this one guy. Meanwhile... He's like, oh, well, I'm going to come over today. You don't hear from a couple of days, and now your your mind is rattled. Mm -hmm. You don't know what's going on, but whole time y'all never had a conversation as to if he's all his time was dedicated to you so right, why would you dedicate good. all your time to him Ooh, you know i think good. dating in the dating phase it should be about reciprocity so what you give Ooh. is what you mm. get and what and and what you get you should also give that never give these word. guys more than what they are giving you because that's how you end up with your feelings hurt at the end the and i think that's hot. what we that's what we misunderstand about this dating thing so if if like, and it's something I had to learn. So I'm not preaching, like, I'm preaching because I've lived it. I've been that girl that had my eyes set on something because I'm like, oh, yeah, he gonna be mine. Da, 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 da. Like, no, sis, he doing his thing and you over here waiting on him to call, looking Ooh, crazy. And I told myself from that situation on, I would never look crazy again. Come on. You know, and, and, and how I did that was, like we said before, being intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like you, you cool, but, you know, I'm kicking it with other people as well. You know, I'm getting to know other people as well. And I would suggest you do the same until we come to a consensus as to what we are and mm-hmm. what we're trying to move forward to. Mm-hmm. And even when we do that, it's still some things that need to be figured out because this is, then there opens another level of getting to know that person. Because mm-hmm. how do you interact with that person on that level as mm-hmm. a as a couple, as an entity, no longer entertaining other people? Right. You know, so I think um, intention, reciprocity, and then communication is mm-hmm. things that we should be implementing as we're Absolutely. dating as women in our 20s. I mean, in general, but especially for my for my sisters out there. Cheryl, yeah. let me just, this is ask Steph today, okay? Okay, so let's, let's do this. Let's do this. For those who want to answer, give me yeah. one good thing and one bad thing about dating in your 20s. Mm. Uh, let me go. Let me go. I'll, I'll start. I'll start. So I'm y'all can think, so y'all think of your answers. All right, so I'm gonna say the 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 bad thing I would say is going back to Tyra's point about social media. Everything is out there. Yeah. Like nothing is private anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what's so funny? I think we're all guilty of this. Um, it's like if you if you deal with somebody, and let's just say you have to post a picture on your story on your Instagram. As soon as you're not dealing with them, the first thing you say is, "Damn, I'm mad. I put him on Instagram." Mm-hmm. Like. 
You know what I'm saying? So I feel like everything has become so public and we're so worried about validation and like what other people think about what it is and we forgot the fact that it doesn't matter what other people think about what you are. It matters what you think Mm -hmm. about what you are. What you know. What you know. Because they just got thoughts. Exactly. So I think that's the bad thing I would say is everything is public and then a good thing about dating is one thing I love about people in their 20s, men in their 20s, millennials, everybody's about their paper. Like, this is such a career-oriented group. Everybody, and now that can be bad, too, but, like, I'm about my paper, you're about your paper. Like, we all just getting bags, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's, we have this community of, like, building and networking and like-minded people and, you know, connecting each other. And I love that about about millennials. Like, we're very unified. Um, So I think everybody's about the paper and, 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 you know, I ain't broke, you ain't broke, let's do this. Listen, what flight we catch you? You know what I'm saying? Let's go somewhere. So yeah, those are my two, good, my good and bad thing. Who next? <laughs> they pointing, y'all. Lauren, what's your good and bad thing? Put <laughs> that ass on a spot. Okay. Again, okay. So I would say my good thing is being able to have different opportunities to go different places and explore the world with someone Mm. and really being able to leverage that using social media and our life experiences. I would say the bad thing is when you're in that stage of not understanding intentional versus impulsiveness, a lot of people mistake someone being intentional or wanting to do certain things for impulsiveness and a person that's impulsive will make decisions on impulse and it could affect you emotionally. Um, and a lot of people do that because they're not secure in themselves and it's making it hard for them to really see the value in you and your relationship when you demand for better and want better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's real good. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Khadija. Khadija, go ahead. Khadija. Let's see. What's your good and bad thing about dating in the 20s? Um, I think a bad thing is that we still don't know yeah (laughs) honestly we still learning we still trying to figure it out ourselves so the bad thing is just really just trying to you know find a way find our path and really figure out what works who works because you know some people don't fit the image you know and and that's real like if you don't fit where i'm going or what i'm doing or where i'm trying to move then it won't work. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I feel like we have, like, so many, you know, people showing us of what dating is supposed to be or looking like, especially, like, these celebrities and stuff like that that we mm-hmm. follow. And don't get me wrong, I'm one of them, too. We post a cute little picture. They look real cute together. I they saw post you post, um, tweeting. See how people always in my business? And I can go ahead and delete my stuff. Okay? So, but, yeah, like, it's just that. And then I think, I think the good thing is actually finding genuine people. Yeah. I think the genuineness is what really caps the the whole moment of you getting to really honestly and truly take layers off of a person and really like yes. show that vulnerable side. I think that's the best part is when you both can be naked, not even physically, but raw with mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like really just get into it. And I think that's probably one of the things that I'm humbled by is just meeting genuine people who actually mm-hmm. are like, listen, this is what I'm looking for. Like straight thorough, straight to the point. Like, look, this mm-hmm. is what it is. And you know, mm-hmm. now you have that choice like, hey, I'm rocking with it or okay, thank mm-hmm. you so much for letting me know but you just not it. So mm-hmm. I think the genuineness of people really connecting with people on that that soul level. Mm-hmm. I think quickly, hey, this is Tyra. Um, the thing I don't like about dating is the relationship gurus. 
I mm. think that messes up the, um, like Khadija said, just the being the naked part. I think when it comes to, we have so many versions of what love is, and it kind of taints somebody really wanting to just be their vulnerable self and get to know you because we have, you know, Joe over here saying that a guy should do this, this, and this. A woman should be this, this, and this. Steve Harvey always has something to say about right. how a woman should be an act. But I think it kind of messes up the version of, well, I want to be like how I want to approach situations. Mm -hmm. And it, it ruins the fun and the taste of dating. Um, and then the thing I love about it is just really... Really, to Khadija's point, being naked with somebody and just being genuine, crazy about somebody mm -hmm. and having fun with it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you're in one day, you're out the next, but it's okay because you have that similarity of, I'm in my 20s, you're in your 20s too, or you have this problem, I have this problem, and it's fun to kind of play that catch-up game with. Yeah. Anybody else? Do you want <laughs> she holds it in, let it out, see it, let it out. I would say the good thing about being in dating in your 20s is you can do it now and get it over with. Mm. Like, if you date somebody, you mess up, you mess up. You know what you did wrong or you mm. know what they did wrong or yeah. you learn the characteristics in people that you do or don't like. So when you get to a point where, and I'm only 26, so I don't know everything, but you get to a point where you're like, okay, this is what I would deal with. This is what I won't deal with. And my, I don't have to deal with attitude is real strong. So <laughs> it's just that would, for me, that would be the good and in a sense the bad thing at the same time because sometimes you have to go through certain experience. Like we don't know what God has planned for us or who he puts us in a situation with so that we can learn certain things about a person or even about ourselves. So yeah, that would be my good and bad thing about dating in your 20s. Steph, I know you had something. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, what I like is um, the range and the flexibility. Um, I'm the type of person, like, I like to date people from other places. I like to explore and see. You like see. white men. Ooh, ooh. I don't. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Sheet. You know what? Wow. Wow. You know what you did? That was fake news. Nothing wrong with the pink, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no neck in my rack. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, okay? Listen, it's always that one, y'all. <laughs> no, but I like I like the range and the flexibility uh, because you can you can meet somebody like I meet a lot of people at the airport when I'm traveling, and as you get to know them, like oh, what you doing this weekend? Nothing. Oh, let's meet up in Atlanta. Let's do this. You know, you can meet up places and have those fun weekends, and you know, connect. And sometimes everything doesn't have to end up in being in a relationship. It right. could just be, oh, we had some fun experiences together. And you right. can see them a couple years later and be like, hey, and everything could be cool, you know? Um, what I don't like is the unrealistic expectations that we put on dating. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Mm. Like, I don't like Your the unrealistic expectations like, oh, um, I'm going to meet this guy and then we're going to talk every day and then he's supposed to drop everything for me and mm -hmm. like this this air, this ego that we bring and to we the table. Yeah, like we bring this ego like he should as as he should it is a privilege to to experience date you. Let's be clear. Period. It is. Yes. It's, a, it's an yeah. experience to date me, baby. You're going to love it here. Ooh. But Ooh. at the oh. same time <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I, I need to take some damn notes. Okay, at this point, I, I need to take some notes. It's a privilege to experience me, but I, you don't owe your life to me, and you know you don't yeah, owe me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not expecting you to buy me this and buy me that and pay my rent. Cause she can do it herself. That. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I don't mind. But you don't mind. 
Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I would never tell you what to do with your money, but I'm not requiring that of you. You know what I'm saying? So the unrealistic expectations. You have to. You gotta have some. You have to. But the unrealistic expectations that we put on dating is what I don't like. Well, okay. So first of all, that was a great answer, Stephanie. But second of all, only rich people meet people in the airport. Oh, I met this guy in the airport. I never had that experience. That's a rich people problem. Can I just put the? Can I put your your listeners onto something? Put us on, sis. Now, oh, no, wait, let me get my pen and paper. Yeah, let me <laughs> get the now, this off the record. Off the record, go ooh, ahead. That's ooh, you. But if you, if you got a friend or you know somebody who work at an airport, you know, my dad knew somebody at an airport, um, and as a graduation gift for my master's, he bought their flight benefits. So okay. I was able to fly anywhere domestically for free, and internationally, all I had to do was pay the taxes on the flight. So that's oh, why I was in the airport yeah. so much, because okay. I had a year of free that's flying. That's celebrity oh, lifestyle. Okay. Oh, wow. I wish. Y'all, nice. one of y'all work for that. I'm honored to that's all I Stop, y'all. But I'm just saying, and it's other ways, it's other ways to do that as well. You uh, hit up Khadija, she's the travel guru. Ooh, ooh, she, she, she can she, find she, you a flight, you know? She can find you a flight. Y'all know I'm the airport one day, call Khadija, like, I need your help. Okay. You know, I go I'm world tours so right. now. I'm a but, world but tour I would, I would definitely say, because, you know, some people be like, airport fits and stuff is um underrated. Like, you don't have to go beat to the guys, but, you know, just a nice, cool, oh, yeah. chill fit. Right. Yeah, nice, cool, chill fit. You never know who you're going to meet, baby. Them business trips, them... Yeah, you ain't never lied. Okay. Yeah, but go so, on, mine. So, speaking of, speaking of friends, right, we talked about friends, having friends that have places and stuff. How would you say your friendships evolve in your 20s? Like, how important <laughs> is it when you're evaluating your friendships. Mm. I just want to say I love y'all. Listen, I know. Okay. This is the tribe. Lauren, Lauren sat up, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> how, how important are friendships, Lauren, in your 20s? Sometimes you just got no one to cut up. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I saw this tweet the other day, and it was like, you got to surround yourself with winners so that when you tell people your good news, it doesn't yeah. seem like you're you, dampening oh, them. Okay. Yeah. And, I, I was, yeah. and then they get the hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you, you got to surround yourself with people with, I hate and I hate this term because I feel like it's so cliche, but truly like-minded people. Come on. People who have the same spirituality that you do, so we yeah. can operate for each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's people who have that same financial kind of goal setting as you so we can get our bags together like business oriented family oriented like when you when you're around people who don't match your aura and match your energy you feel it Mm -hmm. like it affects you it impacts you in your personal life when you're when you're around people who don't match your aura it impacts you while you're by yourself yeah and I I think it's very important that you evaluate who your who your true true friends are Mm -hmm. and 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 I feel like there's there's also like I wouldn't say seasonal friends, but like people mm-hmm. that you have for different things, right? So but you it's have, seasonal. So, so maybe it's seasonal. it's seasonal. So you have people like, oh, they can get cute and go to the club with you. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have people mm-hmm. that, you know, you could, you know, take to the barbecue or take to a house party. Right. And then you have your friends that are everything friends. Right. You right. know, your yeah. friends, like I said, that you pray with, that you grow with, that you trust. Because you can't travel with everybody. And that's a whole yeah. nother... Honey, that's another. Honey, don't we know it? Don't we know it? Don't we know it? How important are friendships during your 20s? I agree. I will add that... Um, there are different levels to friendship. Like Maja was saying, this joy. Um, there are some friends that you can go to U Street with. There are some friends yeah. that 
I lost my job. Let me call. There are some friends like Maja who I got an internship in D.C. I had nowhere to stay. I called her and said, Maja, I need a place to live for a couple weeks. She said, pack your bags and come on. Right. You mm. need friends like Hold the on, tribe. I'm in my invoice. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> like you need friends like the tribe where you having a bad day. You even say any. First of all, you go miss them for one day. They're going to call you. Listen. 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 Like, where you been at? I just need you know. Okay. You are right. So it's very important to have like friends and even different levels, like certain friends you can talk to certain things about, or even friends that you can confide in, like a group of girls like us that we talk all the time. We talk about any and everything, child. So I, I want to say because I'm I'm huge. Don't you start crying. I'm not now. She's Come on, Miss Khadijah. <laughs> I am huge on friendships, okay? I cherish them because if I feel like they are impactful in my life, where not only do I benefit, but they benefit from me because I'm the type to pour in somebody's cup not looking for anything in return. But when they're able to refill my cup after I done replenish theirs, that's when when the connect right there is. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking about people that, you know, I'm sad. I just need you to listen while, mm-hmm. I, while I talk. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to hear your opinion right now. And, you know, then you got those friends that will put you in line. Like, Hold on, let me check you because you out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I feel like friendship is a foundation as to where you're moving in the future. Mm-hmm. If you don't have those people that help you build the bricks, then, you know what I'm saying, things is a little chaotic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because then you got those people still throwing stuff at the bricks, knocking them down. Ooh, so, and, and that's why I really, like, feel, you know, for, like, I've experienced friendships where you fall out with females over the smallest little details. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you stop talking. And then and then it's one of those things where we a simple conversation face-to-face could have saved it. An apology. Mm-hmm. A simple Girl. I'm sorry. Or, hey, I didn't mean that. If I offended you, I'm so-, Like, whatever it may be. And then telling them you love them. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Because yeah. a lot of people are too prideful. Mm-hmm. And prideful is bad. leads it's to the pride. ultimate fall. Mm-hmm. So, and I am really big on, like, sistership. Because I don't just call anybody no sis. Mm-hmm. Hey, sis. Mm-hmm. No, no, hey, hey, associate. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Hey, hey so, so, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Know, so quick to cut people off. It just, I like, talk to them. Yeah, like, let's, well, what, what's going on? And that's the foundation. Because I feel like if you're able to fix things in your friendships, you're able to fix things at work. You're able to fix things in your family. It's a skill. You feel what I'm yourself. saying? You're able to fix things with your children if you have children. You're able to fix things at church. You're able to fix things with your boyfriend. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, you're able to work it out. You know what I'm saying? And I think friendship is one of those things where if you do not have a core group of friends in your circle, honey, mm-hmm. you need to reevaluate everything yes. about what you got going on. Because if there's no way we should all be on the same level Okay, if somebody got to be pushing somebody yeah, to the next, there's no way. Because at that point, we're still crabs in the barrel. Because we, we so complacent where we at. No, mm-hmm. actually, I think you need to go back to school to get your master's. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Come on. My sister's got degrees. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, in businesses. And Let's, businesses. In, in bags. Which bag? In bags. Which bag? Okay. Which bag? So, it's just one of those things where it really helps <laughs> you mentally, physically, emotionally to really, like, know who you are because of the friends I have. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I ain't got to question nobody. Everybody right here in this room. I ain't got, I ain't got a question. Okay. I think that, I think the most important thing for me at least in my 20s, and it's something I have to learn as like year by year, 
um, is, and I want others to have this for me as well, is like extending grace and having grace for others. Mm. Because just like yeah. I'm evolving and going through the changes, so are my friends. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. they're going through a phase where they just need to kind of be isolated for a minute, it's like I can't, I, I can't take that personal. I have mm-hmm. a friend where right now she's in consecration. So, and this is my good home girl. And we haven't talked in maybe two weeks, but she told me before she, hey, I just need some time with God. And I can't have no outside. It ain't you. It's me. And I can't have nothing messing up right now. But I promise you, when all this is over, we go. And and it's going to be like, I love those friendships to where no matter what time difference is, when you pick up the phone, Khadija, girl, girl, yeah, what's up? Hello, I'm here. The time doesn't matter. The distance doesn't matter. And I feel like that's the true essence of friendship. It's just being secure and extending that grace and understanding the life experiences that you're having. Your friends are going through that as well. It ain't all about you. Speaking back to that ego, like, my friends should do this for me and you should be be calling me. You should be doing that. Like, baby, she she going through her stuff as well. So the same grace that you want when you need to be alone, Mm -hmm. extend that to other and that's why you pouring yeah. them cups yeah. not looking for a cups. refill and you know just to piggyback on what she said too you know those are the important people too the ones that you may not talk to every day yeah. but as yeah. soon as you pick up that phone yeah. Yeah. it ain't like y'all missed the beat yeah. it ain't like ain't, what's up girl what you, what, what you girl you heard about that we just catching up like yeah. those be the ones too yeah. so, so let's shift gears a little bit um, let's talk about some career highlights or career lessons. Two weeks. Being in oh, <laughs> Sis got a new job. Look, she don't know how to have. Don't know how to I drive, I drive a Kia Bentley. She got a good job. Kia Bentley. Okay. okay. Cool. So, so let's talk about some career lessons. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'll start with this one because I have personal testimony. But, Tyra, you and I have discussed this before. In your 20s, understand, first of all, know your worth when it comes to your career. Mm-hmm. And secondly, ask for what you want. Yeah. And I think as millennials, especially like growing up with the parents that we grew up with, those old-fashioned traditional yeah. parents, it's like, okay. oh, start from the bottom and work your way to the top. But I yeah. feel like as millennials, we have so many new open doors yeah. and so right. many new opportunities. Right. Ask for what you want. Because yeah. guess what? These tech companies need us. Don't let Hello. them fool you. Hello. These tech companies, these Fortune 500, these government contractors, these government people, they need us. Yeah. They need millennials to come in and turn their place upside down right. to, to, to innovate and, right. and to change some stuff up. So you're working worth it, right? You yeah. are needed. You are a resource. Yeah. So in your 20s, do not be scared to ask for what you want. And I think that as in my career, I had to learn that as a lesson. And it's yeah. also a highlight, yeah. knowing that when I asked for what I want, I got it. And then the crazy thing about it is when I asked for what I what I wanted, they gave it to me. I should have asked for more. Hello. But when it's time to redo budgets, don't play because I'm yeah. asking for Listen, more. Okay? listen. Mm-hmm. Anybody else got any career highlights, lessons no, you want to talk about? No, the same thing with my, hey, y'all, it's Tyra. Um, I will never forget my second job up here. I was so nervous. They gave me, you know, my little email, congratulations, this is what you're going to make, blah, blah, blah. And I called my brother, and I said, this, yes, well, this is it. I'm going to reply saying thank you, I'm ready. My brother said, no, ask for more. And I'm like, ask for more? Right. I, who, who am I? I just right. graduated from Georgetown. Mm-hmm. I don't right. really know, you know, what's left by left and right. Exactly. Okay. You, we sell <laughs> ourselves short, and we don't know it because we're used to that system of like, okay, I'm just going to say yes to this mm-hmm. and keep it moving. But meanwhile, not to play another race car, but white men do it all the time, mm, yeah. all the time. And so it wasn't until that moment of someone telling me, ask for more and mm-hmm. be secure in that, I, you know, I was so nervous. I mm-hmm. caught up the phone to my manager, soon-to-be manager, and I said, you know, um... Thank you for the offer, but I would like to revisit the um, request of blah, 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 you know, in a professional way. And she said, oh, okay, here you go. 
Like that's easy, all right? It that's easy. easy. That's all this it took, and it goes back to, and they they respect you more when you do that mm-hmm. because they let you know, okay, she's not playing any games, and this is what she wants, and she knows mm-hmm. how to make a decision. And so from then on, I can't walk up into a space and you will play me if you give me a certain amount. That's rude to my character, what mm-hmm. I can do. So you already set that precedence to yourself. So I always, to piggyback what Maya just said, you know, know your worth because that will open up doors you didn't even and think was tax. possible. Come on. And yeah. add tax because you are worth so much more. And yeah. let's believe they're lowballing you. I always say. They always start to at the bottom. Yeah, they do because mm-hmm. we accept it. We accept it. If you mm-hmm. accept that um, number, that's what you're going to get each time. But if you say, hey, thank you for that offer, but I want this, they say, oh. Okay, well, we got to give her this because we want her that much. Mm. And boom, you already said that. And then it's really a domino effect. But so, they yeah. forget the prices be going up. Okay. They forget. Yeah. The prices going up. Two degrees shot. waiting on me to give me this. Let me tell you something. Right. Listen. Because if you not, right. move out the way because somebody else is. Yeah. Please move. Thank Anybody you. Anybody else? Career lesson, Tyler's my um, go, go ahead, babe. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, my lesson and highlight um, is I agree with Tyra. Know your worth, but also do the work. Like, mm-hmm. don't come putting this offer on the table and expecting to get it and you don't have nothing to back up. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like my lesson was I had to go back and reflect and really deep, uh, deep, blah, dive deep into my resume and the things that I had did and realize, like, you did some pretty awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you did some things that can change this place around. You did some mm-hmm. things that they're not doing here. They still in 2010. Yeah. And you can bring them innovative programming and stuff right. for retention and, right. you know, retention. Like, all these things right. that I had um, knowledge of, I had to display that. That's where I, I felt like I couldn't be modest. You know, I had done the work. So, mm-hmm. me speaking about the work that I've done is not being being conceited or arrogant mm-hmm. this is me stating the facts mm-hmm. like i you get you brought me to this interview because you saw something in this resume yeah. that i could mm-hmm. do so let me expand upon that okay let me show you why why you should seal the deal period yeah. sign yeah. right here now there's being confident and then being a big head because what yeah. she's saying is don't get in the door and say oh that was cute but i want this and yeah. then you don't back it up yeah I'm yeah like, Dang, not right. only did i you know right. offer you this i gave you more than what we were set the price in because then you're gonna look like a fool mm-hmm. right and then that's how things get if so that is a good point. Yeah, um, do, do the work for sure. I, this is Khadijah. I would say, um, honestly, I had to learn um, differently. I would say my path was a little different because at this age, we still don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we still don't know. Like, I had thought I was going to be, you know, sitting up in somebody, you know, office over there on the corner overview in the city yeah, and just looking at, looking on, over hey. there in my own little desk. Okay, but I'm at the cubicle. And it's okay, <laughs> all right? But listen. But you, you, love you, you, actually, you actually working from home, oh. not at the cubicle. Oh, oh see, see, see what I'm saying? Okay. okay. But here's my thing. One. I think that any career path you choose, you know, any position you have, first of all, it's a blessing to even have it, to yeah. even be considered for it. And this is, again, something I had to learn. My word, patience, I'm telling you. Okay, shout out to Stormy. Because, (laughs) listen, like, I had to learn that in order to get to where I wanted to go, where I wanted to be, I had to take care of what God has given me at this current moment, at this current job. Therefore, I cannot slack off. I cannot, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going to HR every day because I'm tired of my boss and she keeps trying to play me, you know, but no. God is saying, listen, this is something small. I just want to see how well you take care of this job. Okay, so when now it's time for your next opportunity, you already know how to deal with those problems that you dealt with at that job. Khadija, you are preaching. And that is the 
something I literally had to learn, Maji, you know, because I was on that phone with you, like, I'm in HR again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she write me up. I was like, yeah, she trying to get rid of me. I was like trying to figure out ways to get out of it instead of doing what God already told me to do at my current spot, at my current season, trying to figure out what's the mm. next level. See, yeah. And it's, it's, so, it's so humbling because it's really like God could take it away yeah. any moment. And what he do? Moment. I got furloughed. What he do? Oh, okay. Sure. But he said, you know what? Don't even worry about that. Because when your Don't faith is that strong worry. in him, yeah. he's taking you to the next level. And worry. then that's when your career really Don't starts to unfold. Worry. So I really would just want to say that it's really about, you know, being grateful for what you have at that moment mm-hmm. and really working and really just, you know, being grinding. If I'm at the bottom, that's fine. Let me yeah. show you what I can really do and move my way up the ladder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think I'm just really appreciative because now, thank- thankfully, you know, by his grace that I'm able to get another opportunity yeah. Come on, during this time. We on lockdown and God is still it's opening still, doors. I don't think anybody on down who? I, what Who's Corona? Who? Wait, who is Not that? Right. What? And that's an important thing so, to learn yeah. in your twenties. Like yeah. Khadija was spot on. I yeah. Remember we was crying in the car. Girl, like, tears. <laughs> Y'all get on my tears. She was such a thing that when you're at my last job. When that was over with, I hit the floor. I was like, God, what? I'm tired. Mm-hmm. What? Blah, blah, blah. But it humbles you. Yeah. Because when you're on the floor, you have nobody but to look up and talk mm-hmm. to you. Hello. Yeah. Hello. What do you want me to do? But what Khadija said is like, when you sit in that season, like, okay, I was in that little position, but I right. learned this. And not yep. to belittle it. No, it was a little position. Yeah. I was in that position. Excuse me. For a reason. And for a reason. Yep, yep. And so like, I learned this, that, and that. And then when God opens this bigger door, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I learned all these skills going back to Steph's point. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I can apply it to that. Exactly. So never look yeah. at your season, your period, like, dang, why am I still mm-hmm. at this job? Dang, why am right. I still doing this? Oh, thing? I hate it here. I hate it mm-hmm. here. No, because God is testing you. Because you mm-hmm. said you want to be the CEO. Hello? You said you want the corner office. Hello? Now, but can you handle this duty? Okay. It's almost five o'clock and you still haven't done it yet. You so forgot the corner up. office exactly. with the view. Exactly. Okay. So it really does set you up. And I will never forget that moment when I was on the floor crying yeah. like, God, why? And God was like, I got you, but do you hear mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Remember when I told you, you that? Really? I was like, God kept saying, do yeah. you trust me? Do and I'm over here doing it. I said, no, God, I can do it myself. Right, but he said, but can you wait? But can you wait? Because I got that call from that job. And she said, oh, well, because she offered me a price. And this is just it's for somebody out there because we was talking about prices. And I was like, oh, well, no, that's not going to do for me. You know, well, unfortunately, this is not the job for you. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, God said, can you wait? Yeah. Can, can you, you let me you do it? Can you he let said, me do it? Yeah. He said, are you done? Can you are let you me do it? Are you ready for You're me still doing it. Like, what? Truck, come on. And I think that's just, that just speaks to, this is Steph, that just speaks to the power and stillness. Come on. And just being still. Wasn't that on the video? Y'all go look at the podcast video come yeah, on yeah just being still because i quit a job without another job Child. and I, I i really can agree to like i can i feel y'all on that on your knees like i don't how i'm about to pay my rent yeah how i'm about to do this how i'm out here by myself don't call you know? me because i can't help <laughs> you know but, but when, you, when you really okay. tap in when you really tap in and whatever your spirituality is like like find some solace in that. Find yeah. some peace in that. Because when I when I really tapped in with God, like all right, I done quit this job, but I know you got something on the other end. He did exceedingly abundantly. Above, above all we can okay. ask for things. He, he, he gave me more. He gave me more and did some and then say, here go a little bit more. Come on. Now, are you good now? Right. Can you sit still? Don't put you know no limits man? on him on what yeah. he can are you do. Doing? Now I will sure. say, kind uh-huh. of to turn it a I little a career voice. lesson. Um Go after what you want. Mm-hmm. 
there are so many different opportunities. There are so many different things that you can do while in your 20s. If you want to explore, explore. If you get mm-hmm. to a job, you get an offer, you experience, but you realize this isn't the place for you, don't feel as though you have to stay. Like, you don't have to be stuck if you feel stuck. Right. Now, don't move out of God's will. But... Ooh, child. That but, was it right there. That's it. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be depressed at a job or stay in a position or stay in a place where one, you feel unwanted Two, you don't feel as though your worth is being recognized. Now I go back to my point of walking or stepping out of God's will. There are situations where God wants you to stay in that position. God wants you Mm -hmm. to stay in that Mm -hmm. experience so that you can learn how to deal with an annoying manager or you can Mm -hmm. learn how to manage people or you can learn what to do or what not to do. But there there are so many things to do and experience in your 20s, even if you want to have this job, but have a part-time or start mm-hmm. something else that you're really interested in or volunteer don't feel as though all of your time has to be spent at this one thing if you want to volunteer go volunteer or if you want to spend some time in a part-time or something like that you can do that as well good stuff that was, yeah, that was taking us to church Come on. okay so what would you say or or should i say is there anything you would do differently in your 20s or or do you feel like there's any mistake that you've made that that if you could go back, you would change. I've made a whole. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> like, yeah. a whole lot of mistakes, but I don't think I would change anything. I'm with you. Yeah, not same. even the hurt, not even the pain, because I understand differently because of all of that. I understand myself differently. I understand my worth differently. I understand what I want, what I don't want, and I understand God differently because mm. He saw me through every single one of those situations. Like. Although I had to go through it, sometimes we don't understand when we're going through why we're going through. Mm -hmm. But now because of the things I've experienced or the things I've gone through, I can relate to a certain group of people. Mm -hmm. Like I can go back and talk to a certain group of people and encourage them because I dealt with the same thing. And I'm sure we all have gone through a thousand different things Mm -hmm. that in the moment we're like, why, why, I don't want this, take this away. Mm -hmm. But now that we're older or now that we're out of it, looking back at it, it's like, okay, well, I understand okay I see the puzzles the pieces to the puzzle starting to connect now so Mm -hmm. I don't think I would change anything or any mistakes that I've made um yeah and and, you know real quick just to piggyback off of that like you said I've made so many mistakes and I wouldn't change it because I am exactly where I'm supposed to be like that is and you know we can choose to complain because we all do it right like we we want more we we don't have enough so on and so forth but at the end of the day through all of that complaining I am exactly where Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't change a thing Mm -hmm. same yeah literally wouldn't change all that answer good stuff okay so let, let's let's have some fun on the last few Ooh, last few questions before we wrap this thing up. Ooh, child. What's what's one thing that you haven't done that you want to do in your twenties? I'm I'm gonna say for me is it, skydiving. Ooh, child. Oh yeah, you love it. <laughs> I am skydiving. Yeah. We don't do heights. You will come out. You will come out for this. We'll jump out of planes. Oh my what's, god. What's one thing y'all want to well, do? Well, Khadija myself jump out of planes. Okay. So, oh, in so, Dubai, over so, the pond. Okay, so what's something y'all haven't done this that y'all already done this? You see how they try to do you. Um, one thing in my mind. Mm. Oh, child, it might be some a lot. Oh, you know, I went, I went instantly. Like, 
really like ding. One thing, anybody? One thing, it's so much to do. Like it's so much to really do. Like explore more. Okay. Yeah, like, like, like travel, travel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, experience different cultures, different yeah. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we like I said earlier, we sometimes get so caught up in where we are or our jobs mm-hmm. or yeah. oh I can't do this or I don't have time to do that. But you can make time. You can save mm-hmm. a dollar a week for fifty two weeks. Mm-hmm. Come on, and dollar. you'll be able to travel. So I guess I would say experience more. Um. Go to different places, meet different people, learn what's in the world. Yeah. Anybody else? Mine is going to be like, it's not going to be like really deep, but it's, it is something that I really want to <laughs> do. Mine ain't deep. In my 20s. <laughs> um, I, I really, for all of us, like, I want to go to Coachella. Like, I want to oh, experience Oh, Coachella. yes. I want to miss Beyonce, so. Yeah. I know. I just want to, I just want to see what the, I just want to, that's what, I just want to see what the vibe will be like. Yeah. You know, I want to see all the different people. I want to see just, you know, I want to experience it. And I'm a festival type girl, so I'm into that kind of stuff, so. Okay, so if you, if you can't think of anything that you, you haven't done that you want to do, what is, what is one of your best memories in your 20s? That's a good one. Best memory, one of your best memories in your 20s. Cuba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all, me and Joy went to Cuba for my 25th birthday in Wu Chow. That was That's an experience. That was hilarious. I would say. Well, Dubai. We, we went to Dubai. Yeah, I would say. Dubai. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would say probably one of my, like, really, like, moments. That I would like forever. I don't know who, honey, I thought I was. Ooh, oh, this Khadija, y'all. I don't know who I thought I was, but I went on a whole world tour. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, for Iceland. And then, you know, I went over there to Iceland, London, Amsterdam, Paris. I don't know. And it's so funny because when I was 20, what, 24, I was like, man, when I turned 20, um, no, I was 23 in Miami thinking that was the hottest thing okay. popping, okay? I was okay. on the beach. I was okay. like, I'm in the Miami. But like, I thought I was doing it, okay? But I said, when I turned 25, I said, I want to be in Paris. Like, I just... I want to be in prayers. You know what I'm saying? I just started thinking and like, okay, I'm going to make that happen. I manifested okay. it, okay? And then at that, you know, if you don't know, FYI, I am a travel plug. Once you get over there, it's cheap to travel everywhere else. But um, it was just the point of me doing that, not just what I said, but a little extra. And that goes back to God doing more than what I thought okay. I was going to be doing. So I think that was really cool for me, just to kind of experience that. And, you know, I'm still trying to master the solo traveling thing. I haven't gotten there yet. Watch yeah. too many movies. I really think Girl, people is no, out there. Yeah, I'm not there. So at least one or two people, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think it was good. And then for my birthday this year, I went to Dubai. And Lauren and Tyra was so, you know, fortunate to come with me. You know what I'm saying? And, Granted, all the stuff that was going on over yeah. there, we was like, um, <laughs> we still going? Like, you know what I mean? And it was just so cool to just experience what? the culture. I don't know, it was some riots going on or something. Coronavirus. It was a whole bunch going on. Oh, Coronavirus! It was a whole bunch, you know? But it was just really a moment where you were able to learn different stuff. And it was fun. I enjoyed that. And I, I'm ready to plan the next trip. So we'll be going. Yes. Okay, anybody else before we go to the last question? Oh, and graduating. We can't forget yes. graduating. Yes. Okay, we got a few degrees over here. Yes. Just FYI. That's That's Come on, first in the family, really college. Like and- up yes. 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 This is like friendship goals. Like, <laughs> we, we do everything together. Yes. Yes. Exactly. yes. Jory would too. Right. Okay, exactly. listen. And I just graduated on yes. the 10th. Yes. 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 Yes.
call me. Shout out to all the class of 2020 graduates. Yes, that's me. That's me, Khadija. That's me. Okay. See, we said all. She know we love. Oh, everybody. Okay. Okay. It's okay. All right. So we we getting ready to wrap this up. Um, but last question. Think about this hard. Everybody has to answer, so nobody gets. Ooh, child. Lauren, you ain't off the hook. We gonna stop with me and then go to Joy. Ooh. What are you most excited about? when it comes to being in your 30s. So, like, making it to your 30s um, and one goal that you have for yourself in your 30s. So, two questions. Yeah, so two really Yeah, two I'm questions. saying, like, what's it's the question? Two it's two parts. <laughs> like, it could be, you know, it could be a relationship goal. It could be a career goal. It could be some sort of life goal. One goal, and then what are you most excited about? Um, so, I think, for me, I think I'm most excited about... I, I'm a true believer in the fact that you, you have to believe in what you can't see. Yeah. So I'm excited for what I can't see right now. Mm-hmm. Like Oprah, honey, move over, cause cause we sit on the couch with you. you. You got a little bit more time because cause I, cause Maj is next. Ooh, Come on. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know it's crazy because I have faith and I believe yeah. in the God I serve, right. but I can't see that right now. Yeah. Like I I can't visually see that. You know what I'm saying? Like just with circumstance and where we are today, like I don't see that. But I believe that I am next. Yeah. I am next. So I am excited when it comes to my 30s that I am next and yeah. I am taking everybody with me honey. Come so on. I always train Come on. before you get left. Choo, choo. So yeah so I guess in terms of a goal if we want to be specific like I just really want my podcast to take off mm-hmm. or yeah. something yeah. around you know me using my voice you know as a platform to inspire other people you know. We always joke like Maj on the mic but for real Maj on the mic. Come on. Yes. Like I mean inspiring people, empowering people and speaking all over the world. Terrence J who Oprah who Gail who like Come it's on. Maj now. It's you right. know Roxy y'all did a great job. Lala you guys have done a great job but it's my just here now right. you know and I mean that with the most humbleness but when you serve the God that I serve yes. and I'm not even trying to be preachy he said he would do exceedingly and abundantly above all I can ask or think yes. and like I said you got to believe in what you can't see and I can't see it but my imagination is crazy so even when I talk about these things I tell myself like girl you are crazy crazy but right. I believe it I'm yeah. crazy enough to believe it yeah. so yeah that's that's my goal and that's what I'm most excited about in my 30s yeah so that's you actually yeah that's basically I'm excited to see what 30s is all about like you hear all of these great things about being in your 30s I'm sure there are still experiences there are still lessons to be learned but I'm just excited to see who I will be and yeah. who who I will continue to be, where I will be mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, mm-hmm. um, and a goal or something I look forward to. I would say all of my, if not all, a few or however at the time many that God decides to make happen. The crazy things that are in my head as far as businesses, ideas, mm-hmm. foundations. Yes! All of these things. Let me host like the game. Sh- oh, come on, sis. Yes. Let's scholarship game Let me buy a table. Okay? <laughs> buy several. And buy all your friends. I mean, we'll have the bag um, by the end. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just all of these crazy ideas and crazy things that I want to do. Of course, like, there are things that we don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen. But like Maja said, the God that I serve can do exceedingly abundantly. And I know that mm-hmm. these ideas come from him because it wouldn't mm-hmm. be so heavy on my mm-hmm. head or heavy on my heart. So I'm just excited to see all of those things unfold. Yeah. No, I I really the same. Um, this is Tara. I'm over here thinking like, hmm, like what do I, you know, want to see when I'm 30 years old? But I just want to continue to be proud of myself. I want to be able to look at time and be like, girl, you, you just, you yes, love right. Right. Stop. 
I love you so much. And I really just want to continue that um, pattern. And 30s, of course, when it comes to investment and foundation and businesses and uh, you Ooh, know, all those good things, but um, just to like continue to be happy with self mm-hmm. and to love myself fully and just to know that I'm the bomb and I continue to be the bomb and that anything that I touch um, grows and that it helps somebody else in this world. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, talk all day about like what I want business wise and foundation wise, but I just want to be proud of myself and for God to be continue to be proud yeah. of me. Yeah. Um. So, cause I know thirties, I cannot wait Girl. to meet her, Tyra. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna listen to this podcast, you know. Yeah. And be like, dang, Tyra, like you did it, cause I know I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I know I am. So, thirty, Tyra. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> Pause. Chess. The computer didn't go there, did it? Oh, okay. Play. <laughs> it's Steph. I think what I'm most excited about for my 30s is um, having, having like, peace. I think peace is something that yes. is really hard to channel right now because I'm still trying to figure a lot of things out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a goal of mine, and it's, it's something that I pray and I meditate about is gaining that peace and it's something I'm implementing in my life now so that when I get to that stage, mm-hmm. it'll be second nature to me. It won't, you know, I want to just be unmovable. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to let God use me. Like, I just want to be a vessel. I can't yeah. wait to Come see on. the type of vessel yeah. that I become in my 30s and how I'm used, you know. Um, and then a goal of mine is, um, I'm I'm really trying to be Dr. Durr by my 30s. You, you, you will. You will. Yes. You will. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to be Dr. Durr and I'm really trying to uh, like hone in and expand upon all the gifts that God has given me to create something that's not in a box. Like I want to be able to do my higher education thing. I want to be able to do my entrepreneur thing. I want to be able to do my mentoring thing all under one umbrella. Like that's what, that's what I mean. Like I can't wait to just see the vessel and and what comes from the vessel that God is building in me now. And it's tough. Like, Mm -hmm. but going back to that's the beauty of your twenties is Mm -hmm. learning and attaching those things and challenging yourself and gaining that discipline. So I'm just excited to see the vessel that I'll become. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a little different. I believe that like a goal of mine is I will be the first millionaire in my family. Um, So for me, I don't look forward to my thirties because that shit is happening now. Um, And my thirties are just going to be a further like, expansion of that so when people are like 30s is my prime um my prime is now i'm still gonna be in my prime in my 40s i'm still gonna be doing the damn thing Mm -hmm. and i'm still gonna be that boss girl so for me a goal for me is to be a millionaire um actually more than that but just be the first one in my family um retire earlier than Mm. 40 um i'm setting those stones now in place but everything that i think people want to manifest in 30 i'm manifesting it now so mm-hmm. i'm not waiting for 30 i'm living yeah, it now yeah as you should come on um this is khadijah what i'm most excited about is the journey i had mm-hmm. to learn process mm-hmm. period wherever you're going there's a process you know what i mean and you know sometimes you got to get crushed just to go ahead and grow mm-hmm. and you know move and maneuver um i think that i'm more so just excited for um ways that I can learn to please God, yeah. you know, way that ways that I'm able to, you know, understand what he already has for me and that, you know, whatever he puts in me is just something that, you know, I'm just, I got to tap in and bring out. Um, I think this is just a point in my life where, 
you know, we're still on the ropes. We're still trying to figure it out. We're still learning. We're still growing. And each step, each path, you come across those people who are taking you to the next level. And that's what it comes into networking. So, I mean, I'm all about success. I'm all about greatness. And, I mean, I know I'm going to flourish. I know I'm going to be great. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be successful. And that's just in the plan of what God has for me. So it was just for me to kind of tap in and kind of figure out, you know, which, which step I'm taking and which path God wants me to go and who, you know, deserves to be there and who doesn't. And I think the point of it is more so, you know, figuring out what's next. And sometimes I have to be okay with when things don't go my way, when things aren't planned the way I want it to be, because I'm by the book. So soon as my planner is a little bit off, that's fine, because God said, you know what, I got something better. So, and that's why I'm just really excited for, to see what's next. And I mean, I put no limits on what he can do, because the God I serve, I tell you, he blows my mind every time, every time. And I mean, I literally think one little thing, and he three times bigger. So I'm just really, you know, proud of, who I am and the thing I'm looking forward to is giving myself a little bit more credit. So, Mm. and I think I deserve that. I think we all do. We work so hard to get to where we are now. And you know, I'm just excited to see what else is next. God, God, God is moving. He's really, he's taking the neighborhood. He's really taking us to the next level. And I mean, with the people I have in my corner right now, ain't no telling where we going. So God is already in motion. Trust me. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, If you feel like I feel, (laughs) I just hope that something that, you know, the queens have said has inspired you, Mm -hmm. has empowered you, has made you think differently about, you know, a decision that you are trying to make and think differently about your life and how you plan to move forward and really look at your 20s and how you can have fun and enjoy and capitalize off of the time. Um, so yes, thank you so much, first of all, to the queens for being You're here. You're welcome. Girl, thanks for having us. She know we love her. <laughs> <laughs> they are such goofballs. And let me just say, this is real, right? So, you know, we talked a lot about social media and, you know, facades and gurus and this and that, but, you know, and expectations, but this is a true sisterhood. It's a true friendship, you know? Yeah. It's not a social media thing. It's not a post-cute picture thing pictures thing this is a we do the work behind the scenes and help Um, each other and help each other so Mm -hmm. you know i i encourage all of you make sure that you do have you know a strong tribe that's behind you because behind every black woman is another strong black come on that is is our story so i'm so thankful for all of these girls who i call my sisters my friends my ride or dies all of that good stuff um and again i hope that something that was said on this on this episode today you know inspired you somehow some way um, to think differently, to think innovatively um, just about your life yeah. and about the people that you have around you, about your career decisions, um, your relationship decisions. So, yes, I know this was heavy but fun. At the same time, we had a lot of fun. I enjoy them as always. And when I say our wine nights are just like this. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> conversation is just when like. Is the next one? You know, Ooh. yeah. So we planning our wine. So I got to hurry up and end this episode because well, we got to plan the next one. Because I'm night. waiting for the housewarming. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, so, okay. yes. Um, I hope that y'all enjoy this episode. Again, thank you for listening. And Thanks we for did... having us, Maja. Yes. Let me just say, Maja. We are proud of you, girl. Yes. Yes. Maja, we are so yeah. proud of like you watching you, girl. Oh. Keep 
going yes, and we are yes. there each step yes. of the way trust Absolutely. me because i'm vip but we are there okay yes. okay understand that when i come up we all come up it's not period. just anything yeah. this is this is a team period yeah. we team. all eating honey all eating which bag that bag and this that's the question it literally takes a village it takes literally a village. this is the village a tribe. A tribe. A So yes, we ended it here. Thank y'all so much for listening and catch us on the next episode of Ask Maja Podcast. Bye! Bye! Bye. 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 Ask Maj. This was so oh, good. Was so good. Yes. Yes. Come on, Oprah, because I'm going to be in a front row. That's my excuse. Okay. Did, did you get a ticket? Excuse I don't think you have a ticket. Excuse me. Uh-uh. Oh, yes. Let's get out. Do you it's know hot. who Maj? That's my Yeah, those girls. That's my These ghetto girls right here. Yes. We here. How about? You're not about to forget us from the neighborhood.